Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Full Kit Banter. We've come a long way and if you guys could just take a moment of your time to give us a like on Instagram, that's at Full Kit Banter on Instagram and also on Spotify, that would be awesome. But we're just going to dive right into the thick of things today and um, you can tell by the tone of my voice that it's a little bit of a difficult subject to talk about. Of course, we're going to bring up that humbling defeat yesterday um liverpool won man city for i'm sure that's been on the minds of all premier league fans uh i'm joined once again by my co-hosts yushan and boom kwang and i kind of wanted to throw the first question to yushan because we've talked a lot um about both liverpool and city not only in the aftermath of the game but just uh in general the past few weeks and I wanted to get your thoughts on firstly like the game uh, how surprised were you at the result um, so the scoreline obviously and kind of where do you where do you see both sides going from here uh, yeah I did watch the full match and uh, yeah it's pretty late tonight but you know Liverpool Man City it's one of the games of the season that you know you have to stay up for and well I must say that the result wasn't flattering at all okay yeah, you, you can say that, you know, Allison gave two of the four goals away, but all in all, you know, City were class above Liverpool. And yep. I was chatting with you offline, you know, like literally before we started recording the pod that I kind of felt that the, the midfield was what lost you guys the game. And what was kind of baffling to me was I felt that, okay, Liverpool were not good on the day. But I felt that your two best players, uh, Andrew Robertson and Curtis Jones, especially Curtis Jones, he was the only one in the midfield that you know could that I could actually see he could possibly create something, you know. And yeah, he did show flashes of brilliance where there was an opportunity of his where he wiggled his way into the box and he actually uh, flashed a low drive towards goal, but uh, which which kind of did. It was almost on target, but it just flashed wide of the post. And the score was at 1-1 at the point of time, you know, Gundogan gave City the lead and Salah equalised with that penalty, which, you know, I don't want to yeah, go back to it, but I didn't... A bit, a bit dodgy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel that it was a penalty. It was... Yeah, there was contact in the box and all that, but... Very soft, I'll agree yeah, with you. It, it, was, was it was pretty much soft. theatrics and VR... You know, the less we speak about that, the better. <laughs> I don't really want to open that can of worms again. Yeah, yeah. And the I kind of felt that, you know, after the Liverpool equaliser that, you know, you guys being champions, I mean, you guys know how to grind out results and I kind of feel that, okay, you guys are going to just take the, the point because after that point, you guys really didn't really inspire me that, uh, that you guys are going to go for the win. And it was at the 68th, 68 minute of the match and when I saw the Liverpool uh, substitutions board go up and I saw the Curtis Jones's number flash on the screen up like I was scratching my head because I, I kind of felt that he if anything were to happen like if anything good from Liverpool would happen it would have been from Curtis Jones and I was kind of surprised that Klopp decided to substitute him out for both him and Thiago who by the way you know mm. Thiago hasn't yeah, he's arrived to Liverpool with a lot of hype and it's pretty much justified because he's a serial winner with Bayern and, and and Barcelona. And yeah, he has that pedigree and yeah, I do agree that he's a class player but up to now, he still hasn't shown much at Liverpool. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did agree with the Thiago substitution but I didn't agree with the Curtis Jones substitution at all because I kind of felt that you know, your midfield is going to be you. Even Yamiko is not strong right now, and without conditions, it's gonna be even much. It's gonna be much weaker, and yeah, testament to that. Like literally two or three minutes after the substitution, you guys conceded again. Your midfield was getting bypassed, like a knife through butter. And yeah, yeah, yep. and just yeah, to just yeah, to just to add on to that, right? I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a good point that a lot of people overlook because, um. Sure, the, the the two goals were, you know, directly from Allison, but the fact that you have to ask yourself how the ball got in that position in the first place and why the mistakes happened. Mistakes happen because 
um, there weren't any passing options, and he was getting pressured. Obviously, not 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 defending him on that it was the two disastrous errors. But um, I think there's a bigger picture as to why it kind of happened. And to, to bring it back to your point, the the lack of kind of midfielders or midfield passing options as well as defensive passing options, I feel. Yeah, it doesn't help that your heat pressure on Allison. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help that your two best midfielders are playing in defense, mm. and I kind of feel that Henderson and Fabinho they kind of what what they provide in midfield is that combative combativeness as well as yeah say what you want about Henderson but a bit of that doggedness yeah yeah a bit of that that and city I city were making things too pretty we didn't have yeah, a, we didn't I, have a presence to kind of like nudge yeah, them I, off. Yeah, and I, I, I do feel that um, like H- Henderson's passing is so underrated. Uh, yeah, and F- Fabinho as well. Like you, you can see that your midfield. Yeah, we we we, we kind of say this a lot about Spurs that they they used to have you know a good defense, a good attack, and nothing in the middle. And I kind of feel that without the presence of those two in the midfield, you guys basically are too easily bypassed. And I have to question, you know, like, okay, you've heard my point on club substitution. I want to hear, like, your point of view when when you saw the the, the, the substitution box flashed right. up and, yeah. I'll hold that thought because I, I kind of wanted to bring in our, our, our third man, BK, into the conversation. He's been a bit... I feel like we've left him out on the court. Hey. <laughs> oh, but, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, I know you, you were busy and you didn't manage to catch the game, but how surprised were you when you saw the scoreline when you woke up? And I um, I guess this was the same question I kind of labeled at, at Yushin. Where do you kind of... or do, do, what, what, what was, what, was there like a moment in the season where you felt things just really like declined for Liverpool in a sense? Obviously not like... I, I, I kind of know the point you're going to bring up, but go ahead. I I I think we had that whole banter about like how Liverpool's not uh, it's not even better, it's like real shit that like Liverpool isn't doing well against the lower clubs. Uh yeah. But like I I mean it's a shame that really they have been put through a lot of injuries. I I mean yo, coming from Arsenal's bottling cliche like always December January <laughs> super massive injury season you know it's always this time and then like I'm watching Liverpool do this and I'm like I, I mean Van Dijk I mean my my focus is on Van Dijk but like Van Dijk has been mm. out from way his uh, shadow looms his shadow looms large uh, yeah like, it's, and it's, it's really like, hard to ignore yeah I really thought like Klopp I mean, I mean he did get someone to fill in but uh, I don't know, like, it seems like the whole defence just relies on Van Dyke itself. And uh, my question is, is that, I, I mean, to be fair, yes, Matip is out now, uh, Gomez is out. And it was super unfortunate that Henderson and Fabinho needs to be playing at the centre-back. And I think Sash brought up a super good point that, like, it's a shame that the two super decent midfielders are now playing as centre-backs is being really wasted that there's no passing options there's no Mm. it's such a shame but like is really Liverpool just fully dependent on Van Dijk itself yeah I think that's a great point so sorry do you have to add you want to add no no it just seems like it's solely really dependent on him yeah, I, I completely agree with you. But at the same time, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say Van Dijk has been injured since, I believe, October. You know, it, it you cannot, we cannot keep harping on that fact. I, I know his, I just mentioned his shadow looms large, but we cannot keep harping on the fact that he's injured. And yeah, I feel you know, that you can't, you know. Always me, you know, I'm Liverpool. Uh, like, look at all these injuries I have. Yeah, of course, getting three of your centre-backs crocked for an entire season is absurd but you gotta just get on with it and I think this is coming from like someone who who kind of knows the Liverpool fan base you know we I believe we're a fan base who kind of likes to live with our heads in the clouds you know it's like us versus the world and mm-hmm. I, I think like like we mentioned at the start of the podcast yesterday's match was 
an eye-opening and humbling experience. Like our our, I guess our ambition to retain our title was it was already gonna be like insanely difficult to do it with the investment City made and you know the kind of reinforcements that Chelsea and Spurs and and United and Arsenal all made. But I really think after losing Gomez and Van Dijk that the warning signs were there. Like we we we. Probably should have tempered our expectations. I know hindsight twenty twenty, but um, it was always going to be brutally difficult. And going oh, back the, to oh yeah, but sorry to cut in. Yeah, but yeah, the thing is that it. you know after you guys, you know after after you guys had received the news that you know Van Dyke and Gomez are going to be out for a while, and you guys had um, Leicester City up next. You know the pretty much an invested interest was being put a lot into that match because. We wanted to see, you know, how we whether, cope, right? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. you guys cope, and you yeah. guys actually passed the test. I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't just Leicester; it was against Wolves as well. You guys mm. beat them on an aggregate of seven nil yeah. in the two matches, and you know, everyone was everyone was lauding Liverpool like, "Oh, you guys, mentality monsters!" You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Van Dyke, Van Dyke, and Gomez's injuries aren't gonna derail your season. And I, I think uh, it was the recent matches actually, like just the wonkiness of it is it is starting to surface. Yeah, Think, I mean, things. Was, yeah, things change yeah. so fast this season, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true, and I kind of want to get your, you know, your your input on club this season because, mm. okay, in in my for my opinion, like as an outsider, as a non Liverpool fan, I kind of feel that. I don't think it's just me. It's pretty evident that he's a little bit more on the um, the mouthy side. This he's season, he's a bit like, frostier. A bit more. He has a chip, or he has a much bigger chip on his shoulder. I, uh, yeah, he's I basically s- more Mourinho than yes, Mourinho is this yes, season. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought he was like Mourinho at United kind of yeah, vibes. Yeah, Then again, th- yeah. Then again, no. If it was Mourinho who's the one who is you know behaving exactly like what club has been behaving right now, everyone will be like, oh, it's just typical Mourinho. It's just know? Mourinho being Mourinho. Yeah, but yeah, because it's Klopp, I don't think he receives receives as much stick as Mourinho does, and I kind of feel that he's been. Yeah, you you can say that you know everything was going swimmingly well last season, and you know if everything's going your way, you don't really you're you're all smiles and you you don't really have a lot to complain about. But you know this season, with the pile up of injuries that he has to cope with, and with the recent run of oh yeah, I'm results, sure I'm sure he in his mind he thinks he can't he can't catch a break. Yeah, he's been acting out pretty <laughs> but petulantly yeah that's the word yeah. Yeah, but we, ta- we, yeah. we did talk about this like it could be just the burnout of like Liverpool facing for the past two seasons I mean they did yep. win whatever they have to win already agreed agreed and it's just yeah, I, I agree with that point yeah, I, yeah and, and to add on yeah, sorry to add on to the point BK like yeah um, I kind of have this feeling that the Liverpool squad I mean they, they are still you know they are champions but uh Pascal, I just wanted your mm. input on this. Do you think that you know the Liverpool squad? They've already won the Champions League, and they've already hit their target of you know being the team that has won the first ever Premier League in Liverpool's uh, no in the Premier League era for Liverpool. Yeah. Do you think that you know their foot is a little bit off the gas this season, and you know added to the fact that Van Dijk, who is mostly one of the most important players in the team. Did do you think that you know they kind of I wouldn't say foregone the season but like do you think that like a tad of overconfidence perhaps? No not not overconfidence. Like do you think like they've a, a little bit of doubt have crept in crept since in. when oh, that yeah, got cropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. to the point yeah. that you know like oh we've already done what what we set out to do. And the intensity, you can tell that the intensity levels have been dropping, and it's not the same as, you know, it was a season ago. Yeah. Because of what I remember, you guys. The press, right? The you guys press. Turn, yeah, you guys turn like losses to draws and draws to wins like yeah. so easily. Yep. And so my point is, where do you, okay, what what benchmark do you think, uh, will will you say that? Is a successful season for Liverpool this particular season, like uh, as in from good, right as in starting yeah, today? What what yeah, outcome would today. be successful? Oof. Okay, yeah. I mean, you made you brought up a lot of great points there, and I'm gonna answer the the last 
thing you said first before I dive into everything else. So I think right now, if you tell any Liverpool fan, um, you get top four, maybe top three finishing above United. If you want to be a bit, you know, cheeky, but bit cheeky. Yep. Yeah, I think top four and a good run in the Champions League. Uh, if you told most Liverpool fans that today, they'd, they'd snap your hand off and take it because there's a genuine fear and you know most Liverpool fans are naturally pessimistic just because of all the shit we've had to see, in, we've had to mm-hmm. see throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Most Liverpool fans are pessimistic so when you go through a run like this, the instant thought is, oh my God, like we're not going to make the top four we're going to go back into the Europa League. No disrespect to the Europa League, but we're going to go back to the Europa League hey. and we're going to pretty much like <laughs> our dynasty, you know, quote unquote, is going to be dead before it even started. Because, okay, that's those are my expectations now or my hopes per se. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to kid myself. We're, we're probably not going to win the Champions League. It's just, there are just too many better teams in there not not even like counting the Spanish sides so, because so in that question then iffy. who's your top 4 like uh, I mean we shouldn't dwell on this but like if Liverpool doesn't make the top 4 then who I don't think I don't think they really m- I, I get where you're coming from but I don't think who makes up the top 4 really matters I'm looking at it purely in a, in a form perspective and I think because of the nature of the season right everyone has been so unpredictable except City since December that it's all you really have to do to, to, to put yourself back in that top four picture is put on a run of like, let's say, five, four to five wins in a row. Look at Chelsea. They were being talked about as dead and... Like, Chelsea were being talked about as title contenders, then dead and buried, and now they're just like a point off the top four. So things change very quickly, but it's the nature of the performances and the form that concerns me. I... I I don't know what the Liverpool players are thinking, but they have to kind of just ignore the table right now. I know that's hard to say. It's almost an oxymoron, but you've got to ignore the table and ignore what other teams are doing. We have to just focus on getting our swag back, getting our wins back, because even when we beat Spurs and West Ham, right, I wasn't fully convinced because you look at that Spurs game, it, it, it could have gone very differently at Son Scott first. Um, mm-hmm. And the West Ham game, we were abject in the first half. You know, we we some we managed to turn it on in the second half and deservedly won that game. But the warning signs have been there throughout the season. Um, okay, so in terms of let's say you are Jurgen Klopp, what would you change on the pitch? What would you do to try to get yourself out of this rut that you've been? Mm, that's uh, a great question, and and unfortunately. That's why they get paid the big bucks. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, drawing uh, on your yeah, FM experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah with I mean, we spoke about this before the we, we started recording and I think it's more, it's it's just down to us not being able to crack the, the supposed weaker sides. It's like, with the amount of points we've dropped against the bottom five and teams that here on FKB, we, we would like, Happily declares like just fodder or like like dead food. Mm-hmm. Teams have kind of figured out they don't fear us anymore, which is insane. Because I look back to that Crystal Palace game, the seven nil. You were bewildered by that scoreline. Most people were. Mm-hmm. That was us at our best. Like no, like by far, like the football was beautiful to watch. Um, we were playing like Fabinho. I remember I, I nominated Fabinho. Fabinho was looking <laughs> like prime, like Maldini. Things were looking great. We were, you know, genuinely. Um, I think it was us and United back then. It was we were like genuinely looked at as the favorites. And that is perhaps when this might be a hot take, but if you look at our fixtures after that Crystal Palace game, right? I think we had Fulham, West Brom. Brighton and Newcastle. I might yeah, be getting guys, one of them wrong. Uh, we no, might have we, we, the bottom dwellers. Yep. We might have looked at that run and gone, oh boy, you know, this is where we pull away. Mm-hmm. This is where we, you know, kind of um climb climb. Exactly. High. This is where we this is where we kind of pull pull away from everyone else. Yeah. And I think that West Brom result, I'm pretty sure the West Brom result was the first match after Palace. 
the 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 swag was there. Everything was there. The movement was fluid. We absolutely took them apart in the first half, but for some reason or another, we couldn't kill the game. And then West Brom equalized, and from that game on, right, things haven't been the same. It's almost been a constant sense of deja vu because we threw away two points in that game. We couldn't beat Newcastle, who, I mean, as abject as they've, as they've been, they we just couldn't get a result there. And then we lost to Southampton. So it's after those three games, I feel, were the big turning points. We just started doubting ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and Klopp tried doing things differently, but ultimately the, the system never changed. So to answer your question, I don't necessarily think it's a personal issue. I think the system... Um, ah, especially which, against teams that sit back. Yeah, you know, which, we, we, which brings me back to my point. Like, yeah, the three uh, shelf the first, Yeah, yeah, which is which which I mentioned in the uh, first episode that uh, I kind of felt that every manager's tactics they have a shelf life of let's say three to five years, and Klopp's Klopp, Klopp is in his fifth year of management, if I'm not wrong. Fifth year, right? Liverpool. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So it kind of uh, coincides with the point that I was trying to make. And I remember yeah. you, you, you were being a little bit bullish about it. And yeah, uh, mm. it, it was it was a f- fair point that you made because you know we we can't really prove it. And but I mean, I it's there for it's yeah, there for it's, everyone it's to pretty, see now. Yeah, it's, you yeah. can't you cannot you cannot ignore that. I mean, I've si- I've sat through these games, dude. <laughs> I've sat through these games. It's like literal insanity. It's just seventy yeah, percent possession, and, and you're uh-huh. just praying that Robertson and Trent can get a a, a good cross in, and it just never happens, man. It's it's very it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, and okay, if uh, you were to make changes in the eleven. Okay, if if yeah, mm. you said it's not a system issue. It's a, I mean, it's not a personal issue. It's probably a system issue. But if you were to make changes into, like the team that will be playing against Leicester, what would you do? To try to freshen things up. Mm. I mean, honestly, the irony is that I think we beat Leicester. As crazy mm. as that sounds, um, mm-hmm. with the same with the same personnel that played against City. Um, I mean, changes have to be made. Yeah, um, yeah. I, like I mean, we we've we've banged on this before. Like I think Henderson needs to go back in midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabinho had a shocker last night. Um, but I I still fancy him in center of defense. I would like to see him alongside uh Kabak for the Leicester game. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we the the plan would definitely have to be getting him back in midfield. But I think. For now, I I don't like the look of a Nat Phillips, and Kabak mm-hmm. pairing. I just think it's it's the understanding won't be there yet. Um, I mean Fabinho's not played with him either, but I just think Fabinho is that much more experienced. Will be able to help the, the leader along. of the back, right? Yeah, do, yeah. Do and it's not like Ka- it's not like Kabak's a scrub who came off like like non-league or something. He's played in Bundesliga, albeit for a really shit Schalke side. Yeah, but, but do do you guys think that you know? Now that your season is, dare I say, your your title defense is over. I mean, it could be oh, too yeah. early for me to say oh, it, yeah. but I mean, do you think that you guys yeah. should just have play with your shackles off and just go all out attack? Because, uh, you guys are gonna ship goals in the back. That is uh pretty evident right now because you know, Van Dyke's I- not there. Uh, do you think that the mentality for like? Now to the end of the season could be just outscoring your opponent, like the glass, the Liverpool glass cannons. I, I personally think so that's I mean. impossible though. Like, like Arsenal tried doing that at one point, and then like people were like just complaining about the defense, and there was like shambles. And then when you try to fix the defense, and then you know people complain about the offense. I mean, not that. Okay, Liverpool... okay, but my yeah, but my counterpoint to that is, even though Liverpool are, I mean Liverpool are losing because they're not scoring enough. Mm. So if you're gonna go down, might as well go down swinging, right? I feel I, this is like I some like, Bielsa I, I like speech that, right I like, here, man. I like that idea, but I like that idea, but <laughs> I mean, contrary to popular belief, that Liverpool are like suddenly a a, a terrible team, and you know uh, the wheels have completely fallen off. That's not entirely the truth. Like if you look at our results, we we can beat teams that aren't so compact and 
are willing to take the risk and attack us. Where we really struggle, apart from yesterday, of course, are the teams that want to play on the counter-attack or are looking for a set piece or are just hoping to frustrate us. And that used to work on us a lot, if you guys remember, um, maybe a year or two into Klopp's reign. Teams would do that, do that to us all the time, but somewhere, um, I think it might have been the season where we, we lost to Real Madrid in the Champions League final. That was the first season where I saw us actually flip the script. We were dominating the weaker sides and starting to get results against our fellow top six sides. And then we just kept building on that. It, it never became an issue. It, it, it kind of felt like, not to sound arrogant or cocky, but at times over the last two seasons, whenever we played against... Um, like the bottom 10 or even, yeah, ten, bottom 10 or 5, it almost be a, a foregone conclusion that we'd, we'd win. It's, that's just how it was, you know, especially because we knew that we had a goal in us no matter how late into the game we were. Um, but that seems to have just disappeared this season and the warning signs were there uh, even before that wretched run after the Crystal Palace game. Like, we've, we've needed to get bailed up by Jota a couple of times. Um... Even on uh, a few occasions, like the Everton match, we, we couldn't... Obviously, you know my thoughts about that match, but we, we couldn't find a way to, to break them down. The Brighton game uh, at the Amex, we couldn't break them down either. So the warning signs have been there. So it's an interesting proposition to kind of, like you say, go gung-ho, but I'm not sure if a complete overhaul would be the right direction. I just uh, feel uh, like... I'm not talking about the overhaul. I'm talking about not playing one of your best midfielders in defence and kind of... Is that what, is that what you meant by gung-ho? I thought you meant by gung-ho like... So it's just like uh, probably two like, youth defenders. Yeah, and for, then. But from what I've watching, even though you guys have been playing like the self-perceived smaller teams, you guys have always... I mean, Klopp has always been persisting with that Hendo, Fabinho, defensive mm. partnership. And he has not been playing Curtis Jones as much as you know, he should be. Yeah. And I kind of feel that Thiago shouldn't be starting right right now. Like, mm. I don't really see... Yeah, he may have pedigree and all that, but I don't really see why he offers this liberal team right now. He could be... He could just be having like a minor blip in form. And I kind of feel that the team right now could be better off without him starting. You could possibly go with like a Curtis Jones, Wijnaldum, Henderson midfield trio and I can feel that this should be your midfield going forward right now as is. He has a perfect blend of, you know, leadership, skill and you know, just general experience. No, yeah, that's that's a great shout. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, I think taking him, taking Thiago out of the firing line might be a move, might be the way forward. But at the same time, I yeah, he was he was far from from ideal yesterday. But I think for the most part, when I've watched him play, he's been trying, maybe trying too hard to make things tick. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not opposed to like dropping him for a couple of games, but um, I do feel he has something to offer if left inside. For me, the, the the real crux of it from now to the end of the season is we need to we need to figure out how to beat the the bottom ten sides. This, if we are unable to pick up points there, right, I don't care who we beat um, in the top six. We are the irony is that we might beat most of our rivals around us, but ultimately lose out to them. So, unfortunately, I don't have the answers as to what measures we can take to to kind of overcome this this mm-hmm. to improve your form right mental block I, I would love us to just take more shots honestly i know it sounds very vague but i've i've watched all these games that we've we've really struggled to break teams down and for some reason just try a crack once in a while you know you might get a lucky deflection instead of trying to pass it eye of the needle to to Salah who you know if he gets it on his right foot you know the chance is gone because he can't shoot with his right foot and when teams are that narrow he very rarely gets a chance to cut back and like 
Clip yeah, he's left shifted out right. That's what I've noticed. He gets, I mean, that that's they've done it for, for that reason exactly because they know if he's shunted out completely to the right, mm-hmm. he's not, who's he going to cross it to? Yeah, and isn't really helping that Mane has been pretty off form this season ever since he has... Yeah, yeah. He, he has shown bits and pieces of brilliance, but he's mm. not the money of not so consistent last season, right? not even two seasons ago. Yeah, far from it. Because from what I remember, you guys really relied a lot on crosses last season, and money was always at the end of those crosses, which could really help out. With, you know, when you play teams that defend in a low block. Yeah, and yeah, money. Money should have scored last, like last night. I can't mm, feel. He had I this agree, chance that Trent. Yeah, he had, if you if you remember, he had this yeah, chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, uh, that. yeah from the Trent cross. Trent did very well to get the cross in. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, and uh, money. That was a big chance though, but he just headed it over the bar. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I actually I just it's kind of like, weird. I was watching the real, side, man. I was watching a real highlights of all the matches. Uh-huh. I. I I saw so many chances that went off. Even the Spurs match had so many chances that just flew out, mm-hmm. man. I mean, sidetracking a bit. Uh, but yeah, yeah Mane's goal should I mean, have. Spurs... <laughs> I saw so many memes about how West Brom is the only side that Spurs have like actually tried to attack. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude, they're a whole different can of worms. Um, yeah. yeah, but going back to the level point, I think it's kind of hyperbole that... Uh, People are saying that Liverpool are like the the worst champ. Like in terms of you know title defense, they are I like mean, the worst. Yeah. I mean, have you guys? I mean, have, have you, guys, you not seen do you City remember last Chelsea? season? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys Chelsea were worse. Yeah. So, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't buy into any of the the. I, it's I, good that you brought it up. Yeah, I, I mean Liverpool are in a blip. Yeah, Liverpool are in a like a bad run of form, but they are not like Chelsea or City levels mm. of bad. I mean, we're still fourth, like, people... Mm -hmm. For now. Don't forget, (laughs) yeah, for now, exactly, for now. Which Uh is the exact thing I'm worried about, it's... People don't realise the standards this Liverpool team has set in the last two seasons, so of course everything now is going to seem like a complete disaster. Mm, You guys literally picked a poison. It's like, football, it's like, this season in particular, everything changes so quickly, like, after the West Ham game, everyone was saying, oh, we're back. You know, title race back on, and then fucking lose to Brighton. <laughs> and I would have loved. I mean, obviously hindsight. You know, is this just speculating? But if we had beaten Brighton handsomely, right? Yesterday's match would have been much more competitive. I can mm-hmm. get. I can promise you that it's some morale boost. Or... The body language yesterday was just wrong to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not a body language expert, but the the. The narrative was that Liverpool was a must win for Liverpool, right? To keep our title hopes alive. Yeah, yeah. But yep. they never looked like they never it never felt to me like it was a must win. I mean, I'm sorry, that came out that came out weird. It never felt to me like when I was looking at the team play, especially in the first ten minutes, that they needed to win that game. Mm. They were mm-hmm. almost a bit dejected. Dejected, timid, you know, they were so scared that City would just catch them early that they they yeah they just they just looked very timid very um, passive in a way and mm. I was amazed the that belief we wasn't won. there the belief yeah, was not like there they, they, they played like they didn't believe they could win or they, get a result they didn't they yeah. didn't and that was yeah. the most disappointing thing like they I mean City were phenomenal don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. we in many ways we made it easy for them uh, which is probably the most disappointing thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, we talked about this earlier also, like the, the whole crowds and all that. I know I know every team has to deal with this issue. We're not special. Every side's home form has suffered because they don't have their fans. But tell me I'm wrong. Like Liverpool's fan base, right, and the atmosphere that we can create at home is one Second of the best if not the Second best yep. so in many ways yeah every team is hurting yep. but and i do agree i don't think it's yeah. i don't think it's ridiculous to say that we mm. are probably taking it a bit harder than most people yeah i know it's pretty cliche to say that defense mm. are the 12th man but i kind of feel that liverpool out of let's say the 20 teams in the premier league they are the ones that are you know most affected by it i mean yeah, them, I think, them no, and yeah, probably i would say the 
I remember Craven Cottage. I mean, you know, even Uni- even yeah. United, like to an extent. Uh, really, I don't think so. I think Liverpool they're more entwined with their fans. I wanted to make a joke about like City performing as per normal because <laughs> yeah, no yeah, there's no fans, but. <laughs> I mean, that's nah. That's that's just bollocks. That's just uh, I mean, I mean, the listeners are just gonna say you are pretty. Salty. You're still reeling from that. I'm being clocked. <laughs> nah, the the thing now is, I I told you guys in the aftermath of the game, it was. I wasn't really sad because we were just thoroughly outplayed. Like you know, it mm. wasn't like the I wasn't angry like after the Everton match because that match just felt like so many things went against us. But yesterday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was the confusion about what happened with Allison. You just almost can't quite believe it. It feels yeah, a bit like he, the seven-two. You just felt that can't he kind believe of, it. Yeah, I felt that he snorted that uh, Carrier's cocoa. Carrier's cocoa, right? Poor Carrier's man. <laughs> Shout out to Carrier's dude. Like the guy has been gone from Liverpool for two years, and <laughs> our goalkeeper spirit. fucks up, and then he gets reminded about it. Like guy can't catch a break, man. <laughs> He's still with my guy Carrier's alone. He's still in spirit with Liverpool. Just, yeah, the spirit of Carrius is in some, some, some of the comments towards Allison are disgusting, bro. Really? Not just to Allison, like the some of the comments towards Twan Zabi over the weekend is fucking People are I mean football fans are fickle minded. Gross man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, um you can I mean Liverpool can do all they can to take Carrius out of Liverpool. Yeah, but you can't you yeah. the, wait. Oh my no, god, no, I'm wait, blanking wait. on the face. Yeah. Okay. No, no, the, 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 the face is uh, Liverpool has <laughs> You can take the Liverpool out of the carriers, <laughs> but you can't take the carriers out of Liverpool. Yeah, 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 something like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you guys we'll, have anything we'll else it, yeah. to talk about Liverpool? We've ra- we've, I was actually, we were in our pre-podcast like discussion, I was saying we wouldn't go over 20, 25 nah. minutes of Liverpool. And it's almost, yeah, 40 minutes. almost 40 minutes. In classic oh. FKB fashion. I mean, if you're gonna transit from a team that is, you know, in in bad form, I mean, why not we just toe the line and talk about Arsenal? Yeah, sure, man. <laughs> and on that on that final Here note, on we go. Right, on the final note on Liverpool, if we beat Leicester next week, you're gonna be having people like just hyping us up again. Oh, it you know, Alisson's gonna have a Alisson's gonna have a, a great blinder. Game. Yeah, it's gonna be like saving penalties. Yeah, I feel like you I just mean, fucking jinxed it. Fingers crossed dude, because <laughs> I am so afraid that Joe this cut, yeah. just mentally scars him mm-hmm. which would be fucking disastrous. But anyway, yeah, fingers crossed for that game. Um I still believe, man, I still believe it's not it's not over, it's not all doom and gloom. Mm. Title race is over, don't get me wrong. Title race is over, but uh, I wouldn't say it's over, but hey, it's not Mo this. might it's put faltering. one on Spurs. Uh Mo might put one on City, man. I I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. <laughs> that's where Sasha and I disagree. Pop, pop I the think FC, if man. any team is gonna beat Spurs, uh, if any team is gonna beat City, it's Mourinho. Um, uh, all right. I mean, yeah, we can we'll agree see. to disagree. Yeah. So let's let's jump to Arsenal, man. Yeah, our favorite. I feel I feel like we haven't talked about Arsenal in a while. Yeah, we can like just throw that under the bus no, because <laughs> because again, like Pascal and I, like we discussed that you know we we were actually pretty. I, I know at the start we were pretty skeptical on this FKV curse, but as the the games like as the weeks passed, we were kind of like our beliefs kind of shifted from you know being slightly sketchy to be oh my, actually worrying us, if it's a tell us we are curse. wrong, dude. This is it's just facts, dude. Every player and team we praise, right, just decides to disappoint us the week after. Yeah, the, the players either insane. they get crocked, yeah, they either get crocked or you know the entire team just falls off the cliff. Yep. Yeah, and the only reason why we didn't want to talk about Arsenal is, you know, because BK is our our friend and Arsenal correspondent. <laughs> we didn't want to jinx his team. Yeah, and to be Plus, fair, we ran out. We ran out of time as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So we we wanted to test it out and see if you know if if we don't mention Arsenal at all, whether they can carry on this form. As in, I did. Come I, up I, with a I, I heard the podcast, Arsenal. guys. Yeah, you guys like slipped in a bit, just that much. <laughs> Apparently that was enough to tip yeah, the ship yeah. over. <laughs> well, we're in a shitty place right now. You know, it doesn't matter how much it takes. Yeah, so... I don't know. BK, you know, with you being the Arsenal fan and all... What's wrong again? Like, I, I kind I, of feel I, that actually, this deja vu all over again. Dude, I had, I had the same thought. Like, I was thinking, like, uh-huh. what is wrong? Especially given the run... I, I know some people did say, like, the run of fixtures that we're going to have is quite tough, but... As in, it's not like 
you know, a walkthrough kind of fixtures. It's still like mm-hmm. something that you have to fight with. Uh, yeah, then again, no fixture. Yeah, no. Then again, it's been proven that no fixture in the Barclays Premier League is a walkover. True. Every game, yeah, even against Sheffield, it's you can. But, have to but fight I would for say, it. like five years back, you know, like if you, I yeah, told yeah. you Chelsea was going up against Austin Villa and Wolves, you'd be like, ah, kick yeah, walk. easy, easy three points, right? Yeah, yeah, but like I'd say, I'd say, yeah, five, five years or even during the the Drogba era, like, dude, those were just the only games we would get hyped about or. The top four. We would really right? get to troll yeah. each other was when our teams played each other. Yeah. yeah. Or like any yeah. UEFA huge matches yeah. or sorts. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and now yeah. it's like, wow, we're struggling again. Okay, I'm not even going to go to the Wolves match because that's just... <laughs> this... I I don't even know what, what the hell was that about. But like, the Austin Villa match, I, I feel... I just feel it's like that same old, same old thing again, you know... Cedric was bad, but I mean, you know, Arsenal's fans are really harsh. Like, one game he was doing alright, and then, like, one game he's... Dude, that guy's not even a left-back, man. Like, give him a break. Oh, yeah, I I, I thought Cedric was... Uh, I thought he was fine, man. It's just, a, like, obviously the last game didn't yeah. pin him in such a good way. Exactly, back. exactly. Him deputizing a left-back, I was impressed. Exactly. Especially the last time we talked about Arsenal, remember how much shit I gave... The management for for signing Cedric, dude, and and now you you don't even have, uh, Maitland Niles around. Uh, it's like, like he I know he went to West Brom, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's like yeah. no backup. Like I I don't know why they like shitting on their own player. Like very, we, that was a very I mean, dodgy. Tierney is not even there now. So like you want to shit on the only player who's available who to play there then. What Saka yeah, is yeah, left those, back those, again? Those those fans don't Un- matter. Unpopular opinion. Uh, do you think? I mean, I I feel that Tierney right now, he's more important to the team than Aubameyang is. Uh, I mean that's just my opinion. But yeah, I think given the run of form of Alba, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I think Alba so. hasn't been. Uh, I, I think the right the Alba that, that would have been harsh. Mm. Yeah, he's not been key for a while now, and I mean he's going through some personal issues. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I did see it yep, also. Yep. I I thought yeah. it was just a form thing, but I think it was like some personal issues, unrelated yeah. to football. So I I cut him some slack, and I'm just happy that Lacazette is kind of stepping up to it. Mm. It's not uh, just Lacazette; it's the forgotten man, Pepe. Man, he's been yeah yeah. <laughs> he's been we, we one of to, Arsenal's. We need to shout him out. Yeah, I mean, you talk about players back from the dead, and I think Pepe is like pity me a bit. Uh, Should I added him on the thumbnail? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, I'm still happy for. If anything, I, I'm just very glad that they didn't start with William, but I felt like I don't know why they brought in William like, once again. Like, dude, dude, I know we've, we've talked a lot about William, right? But you, we cannot, he cannot play for Arsenal anymore. He like, can't he's do. done, he's done. Like, they, okay. we, we've seen time and time again, Arsenal are just a much better side without him. Yeah. Like, end off, end off. Like, he needs to, needs to be, the spy needs to be eradicated. <laughs> <laughs> But I think the the spine that has you know kind of uh helped Arsenal in that in a good run of form is you know you guys have been playing the kids a lot, and I kind of feel that it's that same exact spine that is the reason why you guys are in uh, pretty patchy form right now. I, and I, I think I think out of three of us, I am the best. I mean, in, in coming from a, a Chelsea fan who's experienced a a season where we just mostly played the kids. I kind yeah. of feel that you know, yeah, with with kids, you you kind of have that the, the irregularity. Factor. Yeah, you kind of have yeah. yeah because you know, they they are I would say they are like a clean slate. You know, you like fresh fresh start. Fresh start. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fresh start where you know the the thing is that you can rely more on. Yeah, I can see why Arteta has been relying more on the kids than the the old heads of the team because you know. They they kind of they, they play with a freedom, but the caveat to that, I mean, playing kids is a double double edged sword where the results are always so inconsistent. You can be playing extremely well in one game, and the next game, you know, everyone just forgets how to play football. Okay, and, I'm I'm going to cut you in there and just say yeah, like yeah. Chelsea yeah. played with a team full of kids. We literally have two kids on the field. Yeah, but these two I kids mean, are like the, the reason full of kids. But yeah, go on. I, I mean, quite, quite, quite a lot. Like as compared mm. to us, like we mm. only have like two, which are like under twenty, 
Under 21, yeah. Under 21. Yeah, but, but, these two, but these two baby boys are the reason why you were on a good they run They were a big reason. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get that. But like, I have to like defend on this point that William has brought mm. literally nothing. I mean, I sent you guys the memes, man. Like, I mean, I did want you guys. I, I sent you guys, guys the Twitter thread. Like, <laughs> shout out to Robbie for saying that. <laughs> 20 episodes in and it still holds true. Shout out to Robbie <laughs> there calling William up. Uh, Sasha had to take it from here. I can't even remember the exact words. He but said he was better than Ziyech. Yeah, he said at the point of time, William was a more complete player than Ziyech. God damn, that like, Twitter thread what? that I sent to you guys, like it has I, uh, to be yeah. a meme. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be clipped then. Robbie has to die on that sword. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, back to the point. Yeah, um, that's the thing we, about we didn't hasn't done all. anything ever since that Fulham game, and that was like literally like twenty two games ago. Nothing. Yeah, actually. but yeah, yeah he's a, he's a in... Chelsea spy, dude. <laughs> yeah, pity it's, Arteta it's just, right now. Facts. Yeah, I kind of pity Arteta a little bit because mm. he's kind of you know damned if you do, damned if you don't. You damned if you are playing the, the kids, and the kids are not on good form right now because you know they. They're still developing and you can't trust the old heads right now because if you're going to have to rely on William to turn the game on his head, yeah, you just have to lie down and take the L. Uh, I mean, and, uh, yeah. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in for a second, BK. I'm going to yeah, jump yeah. in for a second. Mm-hmm. I think with Arsenal, right, it's, it's kind of a fascinating situation because, and in many ways, I'm, I'm actually glad you guys didn't sack Arteta because... Oh, I'm totally glad. In in that run, right, I've seen some very good things. Honestly, like, I've seen some very good things. And another thing, right, is I've seen so many matches where Arsenal have just finished with, like, not even 10 men. They finished with 9 men. I'm like, how... If I'm Arteta, right, I'm like, how the hell can I be expected to, to get results if mm-hmm. my players can't even stay on the fucking pitch? Mm-hmm. Like... And obviously, it's he probably has some fault to do with it. But at the same time, like you've seen the red cards, the Louis one I felt was really harsh. Yeah, yeah, that was. The burn Leno one was like a moment of insanity. Like, I mean, <laughs> speaking as a guy whose keeper just went like insane yesterday, that was insanity of the highest order. Um, and then the you can go back to the Pepe red card against uh, I think it's Fulham or something. It's just the red cards have been so dumb. So that's a big. I feel that's yeah. a big factor that it's, Arteta is the eradicate. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw a stat out there. Um, mm. Yeah, you know David. My guy, Lu- my guy was stats. David Lewis the the most recent guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, actually, let, was it Leno? Leno, Leno la, yeah, 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 Leno. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, just to include like, uh, just to include Leno's red card sending off. Um, he has taken Arsenal's red card tally to nine in total since Arteta was appointed in December. Yeah. Which is, yeah. You know, it's, it's quite high. I, I it's like one, one season. It's ridiculous. That's nuts, man. Okay, I but mean, like at least uh-huh. three of them was like massive trolls. Like, what the fuck? Okay, Wait, which ones? Were, which one do you remember a particular one that was a massive troll? I, I kind of felt the that the, the Lewis one was harsh. It, so it was harsh, basically yeah. the same thing as what DS did to Salah. Just yeah. that yeah. DS got yeah. the yellow. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lewis got the red. I. I, I, the Phantom, I, why? I can't remember which was the okay like like the Pepe one was just full on that that deserved Leno, shit yeah, Leno one was was a red card that, that, yeah. That oh yeah Le- Leno yeah. just had a brain I, I, fart I wonder like. whether that <laughs> Leno one was like just like full on like cause like Luis like just got that shit and then like I don't know like you, nah, you know when one red card and your whole team just goes like berserk I mean you you can't lose your head because yeah. you know your yeah. your, 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 play, your your team player got like your teammate gets like sent off like that's not how you play football. That wasn't it. Le- Leno just has that in his DNA. Like mm-hmm. he, I mean, I, I, I don't think he doesn't go that short. A lot, a lot of the German goalies have that rush of blood. Like, like even Jens Lehmann. Has <laughs> it. Um, Leno just somewhere in the recesses of his mind, he thought he would be able to hit the ball, <laughs> but his. I mean, going back to like geometry, he's like. <laughs> His estimation of where the ball would drop was just way off and he decided, you know what, I'm just going to volleyball this thing. <laughs> and he actually, he had the audacity to think that no one would catch it. Like, uh, yeah, that's just... Arteta's reaction, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's gold. My guy is like... <laughs> couldn't believe what he was seeing. Alright, uh, but, but... If you ask me, like, back, back to the point, right, about the whole form and all that, right, I... Mm. I... 
I don't know where it's coming from, but I have to say one thing. Like, shout out to... I don't know whether it was the board or Arteta. I, I, I didn't make it for last week's pod, or was it the week before, but... Um, I'm just glad that they managed to clear that many during the transfer window. Oh, right, right, yeah. The whole yeah. offloading. I, I can see now that he's just working with what he has. Uh, unfortunately, William, but... Uh, I think, like, right now... It's a step in the right direction. Yes, I would say it's a step in the right direction and um, I think there's no more excuses. He may have wanted one or two more players but if anything, I'm just glad that... I, I think I saw a report that he cleared like almost 500 grand of wages. I think it was mm. up 750,000. Oh, was it 700? Oh, that's even Yeah, it was, almost, it was almost a million worth of wages. Yeah, and that's crazy. I mean, like, that's, that's offload a lot of like uh, I, I, kudos to Arsenal for doing that or Arteta whoever did that but like amazing and oh, you know nowadays when I look at the subs right mm-hmm. I feel that my only dead weight is essentially brilliant I, I have no problems having I mean I haven't seen Column Chambers play in months uh, maybe even years uh, Pablo Mari I guess he's not getting the chance now because Gabriel Rob Holding and like Louis. He's injured, like, man. Is he injured? No, he was on the list. I, I don't even know how is he on the list. I thought he was injured as well. I was like, oh, oh. how is he on the subs bench? Uh, yeah. a g- great call for Odegaard because we lost Ozil and like I think uh, a feeling in is of Odegaard sorts. a like for like replacement for Emerald Smith Rowe when he when like if he eventually needs a rest. I mean. He's been playing a lot of football for a guy of his age, and yeah, yeah, yeah you can tell I, that his performances I, 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 I would dipped. say that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's players. why I thought it was a it was a very good call to actually got Odegaard in, regardless for loan or not. Like I just thought, like you needed to feel that centre attacking midfielder, and obviously it was meant to be Ozil, but he wasn't registered of sorts. And mm. Smith Rowe did the job, but you know, like what you mentioned, sooner or later he needs a rest, and I'm just glad that we got someone in in the transfer window. To fill that position. And yep. now comes the question really going forward, how should Arsenal then start playing? I think we haven't solved the situation of the William issue. I don't even know why was he on the was it, I, f- I felt like he was on the left wing yesterday, but like Saka yep. was there. So I was very confused. The thing about. is I, I think I think everyone but the Arsenal board and Arteta feel that it's a it's a William issue. I think to them, they don't really realize how kind of detrimental he is to the team. But I I, I wanted to ask you this, BK. Like, what what are your expectations for Arsenal this season? Like, because I I, I know I said this like, in the first part that I said like I hope for the top four, but I know that was like just oh being no cheeky. like exactly and like, I'm talking cheeky. about like right right now because you guys are in a very <laughs> right now you I said I say bizarre situation because the damage was done very early on in the season and we know how difficult it is yeah. to play catch up yeah and so I think. I mean, the whole reason why we're bringing Arsenal up in this episode is because of their mini blip. But I feel like it was always going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 would mm-hmm. you could never expect this Arsenal side to like go on like 10, 15 games unbeaten. They were always going to be setbacks once again. But I think the, the most important thing for you guys is just to try and find out not only your best 11, but keep building upon the things you guys were doing well at the start of Arteta's tenure. Yeah, like fix the defensive woes. You guys, I mean, like we mentioned, Lacazette has kind of picked out a bit of the slack. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I I have to say, right, the hurt is kind of thinned out a bit. Like right now, looking, looking at the whole twenty five men or whatever the like last match, the given starting eleven and the subs, right? I yeah, I'm actually quite pleased with the team. I think like if I played, if if I had that to deal with. I think I can work around it. Um, I, I just want to bring back to the point of the William point, right? I have to say, Pepe went out with a red card and came back into the team. Dude has done more than fucking William has done. <laughs> I just <laughs> couldn't get <laughs> it out there. Yeah, Damn, like, Sash, what, like, what have you done to BK? Like, <laughs> you're the one ripping yeah, but, William uh, a new yeah, one. I, I, I don't even need stats, that. dude. Just watching it goals and highlights. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, Pepe yeah, has more you did, you did mention that... Um, 
you know, you, you say that every it seems to be everyone but the board and Adeta can see that William doesn't contribute anything to the team. But you know, not just, just not just to, contribute. Yeah, he just actually takes consp- away yeah, from just the team. Just a little conspiracy theory out there. Super agent. Oh, I did mentioning love a conspiracy theory. No, remember? Do you remember mention something on the lines of? Uh, I kind of feel contract, that there's a clause, right? like a yeah, clause. super uh, agent, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a clause in the contract which kind of requires him to play a certain amount of games. I don't know, mm. man. Like then Chambers or someone should just take one for the team and break his leg during training. Wow, <laughs> my guy, my guy actually <laughs> went there. This is dark. This is a this is dark BK, man. This is like this is a new version of BK. I never thought I'd see. BK man. I'm clipping this. This is the clip. <laughs> do you feel do you feel like that that person will be regarded as a hero? Of Arsenal or the villain. Uh, what was that Batman line? Like, the city doesn't need a... Oh, no, you, know, you, you either die the <laughs> die or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, but you haven't you haven't answered my, my question. Where What are your expectations for Arsenal now? Because there were some murmurings about an outside shot at the top four, but... Jesus, I mean, dude, those guys are crazy, man. Th- those, that's, that's a bit delusional. Dude, but 10... Now, if we won those previous two matches, I would say we might have a chance still, but like now it's like just laughs. Uh, the re- yeah, you guys are never going to go on a 20-game unbeaten. I, I would say the same thing that I think about Liverpool now and Arsenal. I mm. feel like they can sneak one in and like do the UEFA, Europa kind of situation. As in focus on the... the yeah, focus on the continental just screw the Liga. I mean, like, whatever, man. And like, just but isn't like, that too big of a gamble? Like, for Arsenal, I can understand that gamble. But for Liverpool... I, I feel Arsenal's... It's a bit too much of a risk. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool definitely. Because you're still within the top four. So, if anything, you yeah. still have Europa to fall to. But, like, Arsenal right now... Ugh. Uh, from the table, right? I feel that you can still climb to... Six. I mean, this year is just shambolic. Uh. I mean, like... But, but... Okay, you say six, right? I'm not trying to, like get a definite answer from you. I just kind of want to understand where you're at right now, but the six, like, okay, in your opinion, right, the six really make a difference to 10th. I know that sounds almost stupid because there's a four-place difference. I, obviously, it's different, but to me, like, if you're not serious about the Europa League, like, what's the point? Like, just... So, that's why... It should be, it should be top four, like, nothing, like... So that's why I want to see... I mean, we almost did win the Europa, but, mm. you know, we had a strong analytical to face. I, I'm very curious to see... I Actually, I was... So that's why... I don't know if you guys noticed, but offline, I keep talking about, like, I can't wait for the Europa and UEFA to start because I want to see how the top teams start dealing with it. Or rather, teams yeah. in general just start dealing yeah. with it. And uh, obviously, we can see this run of fixtures of... Premier League has been like taking the toll on teams like. big time yeah, yeah when and you I'm introduce European fixtures and that everyone's just gonna pass that's away. when Exa- City City City's meme season exactly is you know I was like <laughs> I was, when, when we were talking about like City like getting first I was just that. Like, please don't make this just be like you know cause there's no European fixtures right now and I was like just thinking to myself I just am for Arsenal's point of view back to your question I wanna see how they deal with Benfica first and then it, Holy crap, you guys got Benfica? I know, right? Well, well, of all the teams, you get Benfica? Yeah, like, we're that's, super oh, screwed, that's dude. harsh. I know. That's harsh. <laughs> I, that's why I was like, joking, like, Vigo would, like, just kick us out straight because we didn't sign him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, like, um, I want to see how Arsenal do. I mean, I mean, like, once you start eliminating the cups and whatnot right you're down to you're focusing more and more like a lower tier club where you're like just i'm all for my league you know that's all that's that i can be playing for but right now Mm. you know the bigger clubs always oh i have international i have fa cup i have like you know so many things to fix on arsenal have jack shit now and they're only down to europa and you know uh yeah yeah that's all so i'm if one is out i mean you can still climb the premier league because you know there's time but if you're it's also bo- important. You can't just like completely like f all your like definitely games because you need the form. You need the yeah. You just need you just need to build momentum. But yeah, sorry, go go on. No, no, definitely. I I I completely agree with you. But it's just that I think the given Arsenal squad now is not ready for that. Uh, that's why I'm super doubtful about about the United squad. Uh, I might I might be <laughs> wrong about that. 
I love I love how we managed to get a dig at United. <laughs> I I mean we're not in the best state, but like I'm just saying that, you, you know United is all going good and well we'll say that for another day. But mm. that's why I've been looking forward to the whole, uh, European fixtures back in the game. I uh, I'm really curious how the bigger yeah. teams will deal with it. Yep, yep, yep. It's a great point. Um, I mean Jesus, I can't see us. I don't know how the hell we're gonna beat Leipzig now, but uh, <laughs> this will be a nice distraction. Um, you talk about Leipzig. Yeah, how are we gonna beat Atletico, man? Are you I mean, Atletico? You're not. You're not yeah. uh. <laughs> oh shit! You got, you, you've got you got Tuchel, man. He's a you know Champions League finalist. Uh, yeah, bro. Specialist, specialist in failure. I mean, like <laughs> talking about this offline. I mean, you guys were the only winner this among the among the three of us. You're the only winner. I mean, we did play Sheffield. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did play Sheffield. So. I mean, did Sheffield beat? Mm. Or yeah, Sheffield beat United. Yeah, so yeah, they did. <laughs> that means they are like OP, right? <laughs> I mean, it would be the most Atletico thing to be completely dominant in La Liga and then lose in the first round to Chelsea. Yeah, Which, European fixtures are. I I would say that's quite f- mm. nicely balanced now. Mm. Agree. And I wish we had more time to get into Chelsea, but uh, I mean, come on, you have to, you have to say that the. I'm trying to bait you once again, uh, but no. it's just going to be me every week. Like, nope. the process, dude. I, I mean, if this, the, if, the process and if the, you, the if project, you, the if project. You, if you admit that Burnley are good, then, you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, Burnley beat Liverpool at Anfield, but apparently that's like a happy meal now. Everyone can do it, so they're not that special. Uh. Yeah, then I have to just agree with, I have to just stick to my guns. Uh. Still. No, okay, but but your yours is an opinion. I'm stating facts. Like you guys are unbeaten. Uh-huh. Like Burnley being good is just an opinion. No, but then again, look at the teams that we played. Okay, we <laughs> we we drew nil nil against Wolves. I mean, fair enough. To show to whatever whatever he's <laughs> like, uh, hey, he like managers name man. <laughs> then uh, he he beat um, who did he beat? I can't really remember. Like he beat Spurs. No, no, before Spurs. Uh, uh, wasn't it a draw? Was it Burnley? No, he drew. He drew with Wolves. Oh yeah, oh, yeah beat Burnley. Yeah, beat Burnley. Ah, Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Beat Burnley. <laughs> beat Spurs. Beat Sheffield. I mean, these are the teams that we are kind of expected to beat. Like the, okay, the only wow. When you, when you really I, I could say like the same for us, but we failed. <laughs> when you spell it out like that, it doesn't. It doesn't sound as impressive. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll get into Chelsea again soon. I'm sure, but uh. Yeah, I just wanted to get a little let our, our our listeners, you know, get a little reminder of of where you're where you're at with Chelsea. But mm-hmm. yeah, we've talked. Uh, it's about we've hit about an hour now, and um, I'm never gonna ever say that we're gonna underrun again because this is FKB. We mm-hmm. just completely don't care about time. But I think we can just yeah you know, do a quick fraud watch segment. Right. Oh, fraud watch! Yeah, please. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm oh gonna put Thiago. Just nominate the whole yeah, Liverpool no, I'm team. I'm gonna put yeah. Thiago on fraud watch. For for the Leicester yeah. game, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, yep. I knew that this day would eventually come. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, Thiago, you know, came in with a huge pedigree. Played for Bayern. Played for Barcelona. Then again, haven't seen that much of him. Like he hasn't really impressed me at all. I mean, the fact that he missed the uh, half the season is just. It's like a perfect storm, I guess. Don't not care. not not making any excuses, but don't care, man. I'm, I'm yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, you, we definitely expect more of a impact from him. Yeah, like we we've expect. I mean, like I mean, when, when I mean, if I put Harvards into fraud watch, yeah, I I'd be a fraud for not <laughs> saying that Thiago should be there too. I mean, when you guys um, signed Thiago, I mean, it's not even Liverpool fans. When the neutrals like heard of his signing, we were like, oh, you know, damn, Liverpool are gonna walk the league, gushing, right? Yeah. Because um, he's probably what Liverpool have been crying out for so long. And then again, I think we've been blindsided, but I I kind of feel that his instead of being the messiah that you guys wanted or needed, you guys basically bought the Spanish league at the moment. Wow. wow I mean, actually okay, went He went you, there You remember the, uh, Going back to that Liverpool City game at, In the third minute I kind of felt that Oh yeah He just destroyed Google good right Yeah like, <laughs> that, that was a red card That was a Lee Catamore That, <laughs> that, that, that was, was shit of Lee Catamore That was agricultural <laughs> As hell yeah. <laughs> Agricultural So yeah Spanish oh, Lee Catamore In the Gulags I'm so I can't be I can't believe I can't I can't get at you for saying that. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Um I mean I love him but I'm going to have to put Allison like for <laughs> obvious for obvious reasons but my guy please if somehow you're listening to this <laughs> show show everyone what you're really made of. Stop the carious memes, man. This 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 disrespect on my guy. <laughs> Uh, BK, do, you, do you have uh, a wild card for Fraud Watch? Because your Fraud Watch nominees are always left field as fuck. He's gonna put Phil Foden in. Holy shit, dude, I was you this are close. Gonna... What? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I wanna put like the whole city team because I, I feel there's gonna be a flop or it's gonna be like some lame ass 1 0 over. I don't think BK fight. understands the concept <laughs> of Fraud Watch. No, 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 but then I thought about it and I was like, ah, uh, shit, who was it again? Or, uh, I plays United for a watch against uh, uh, West Bromwich. Ooh, I mean, sure, yeah, I'll t- I'll take that. <laughs> I I I don't know why, but I got a feeling that they will like flop that flop. Like BK, you're too nice. This is the chance where you can have a triple threat Liverpool in fraud watch, man. Nah, three Liverpool guys in the gulags. Th- there's like no one to put like not fun. <laughs> Liverpool squad because it's against Leicester. Put, I guess. Just put I guess. Salah, I mean, when he doubt, we just put Salah. Oof. I mean, you, like he he deserves to be in the gulag for that dive, the them theatrics. Hey man, the he's just setting the he's just playing <laughs> along the president of uh, the Premier League. The Premier League has set. Okay, no, I, I don't I don't like it, but it's it's been shown that it works. So I don't blame him for doing it. I just obviously would rather he score like a clean goal, but. Fuck it, it didn't matter. <laughs> okay, la, for the fun of bitches. it, I'm going to put Trent. Uh. I'm going to see him like die oh. against Vardy. Yeah, man. Trent, Trent's... Uh, Trent's got all Hollywood on us. Barnes? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure Barnes could rip him apart. Barnes is a rapid dude. Alright, thanks for saying that, guys. He's going to have an absolute masterclass now. 3 new Liverpool, man. Yep, 3 new Leicester. 9 nil, uh, just 9 nil. Uh, you have to top the. Nah, this ain't, this ain't Southampton, boy. <laughs> oh. Okay, wait, one more thing. I just got a shout out for Bruno for like scoring that fucking goal. Like, he didn't mean it. He, he didn't mean it. Dude. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I thought that was. <laughs> no, no, no. I saw that, I was like, bitch, for you context, have so much balls uh, to he, take he that did, on. He, he, did, he did mean it. Yeah, I'm just obviously just, trolling. Just like, wow, massive balls for like shooting like that. I mean, yeah, it was a sick goal, but uh, actually, nah, I can't even criticize it. Which brings to my point I was just going to say Robin Olsen was like shit, but yeah. Which should bring to my point that uh, Pickford should be just relegated to like League One. Well, that wasn't Pickford. Pickford. That was Olsen. No, it was was Olsen. Oh, okay, fair enough then. I I mean, yeah, I I agree that Pickford should still be relegated. (laughs) Yeah, Pickford's the worst. BK and his agendas, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I think I think we've we've said enough. I'm gonna take tonight off to reflect. <laughs> uh, yeah, always a pleasure. And um, yeah, it's FA Cup in midweek, right? Is it tomorrow? Uh, no, no matter. I mean, Arsenal is, is not Chelsea, playing anyway. Is Chelsea still in the FA Cup? Yeah, we play Barnsley. Oh, it's uh, Barnsley. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, United uh, another against tom- another tomato can for <laughs> Tuchel to pad his record. Love it. United and West Ham on Wednesday, I think. Let's go West Ham. Yeah, let's go Moyes. Show your powers. All right, guys. See y'all.